All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to the Jason Greger Show here on Oilers Nation YouTube, Facebook Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you sitting in on the Jason Greger Show. Greger will be in later on on the show. Uh, He is taking a couple days off, though, to recharge those batteries, uh, do his service, and, of course, uh, coach his son's hockey team. So uh, we'll go inside the community for that uh, later on, see how uh, Gregor's team did. Did he lead them to victory today? We'll talk about that later on in the show. As always, it is brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. Remember, use your game sense. What if you want to go out to their house and fun, do some same game parlays, lots to get to in the NHL? Use code SPORTS50 and you can get a $50 free bet today. 1-833-401-1440 is the Jiffy Lube inbox. If you want to join the conversation here, Brandon Douglas and I going to guide you through the next four hours or so here. We've got a great show coming up for you. We'll be joined by Dave McCarthy of Sirius XM at 2.20. Robin Brownlee of Oilers Nation at 3 o'clock. We'll open it up. Then 3.20, Bill Bender from the Sporting News will join us. Talk a little NFL. A lot going on, especially if you're a Denver Broncos fan right now. Holy cow. What a quarterback situation they have found themselves in. And it really starts to make that NFL draft very intriguing when you think about all the top-end quarterbacks and where they might be selected. Of course, it is an Oilers game day, so we'll be joined by Shang Peng of San Jose Hockey Now and NBC Bay Area. Talk about that one. Mike Rupp will be by at 4 o'clock. At 4.20, we'll get to the ski report, open up the text line as well. At 4.40, five questions. 5 o'clock, Mark Spector from Roger Sportsnet will join us. Then at 5.20, Jason Greger. Uh, as I mentioned, the show brought to you by Play Alberta. Big big shout out to everyone at Play Alberta for everything they've done for us the last little while. Also, we're here in the Ewell studio and uh, super excited to get going here. I uh, hope you guys all had a fantastic Christmas 
and a little bit of a break, got away from it. We had the best of show yesterday, which was a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to keep that going throughout the, hopefully, the entirety of the 2024 season. Uh, we talked about it just off the top there. The Edmonton Oilers are in action tonight, taking on the San Jose Sharks. Down in San Jose, the Sharks coming off a game last night in Los Angeles, and they would have had to travel back very quickly post game because there is that uh, whole bylaw where you can't fly into the San Jose area, their airport, I believe after 11 o'clock. So we'll see what the plan was. Uh, Shang Peng from San Jose Hockey Now will join us and we'll we'll see how that all went down. Uh, Brandon, we, we got you in here. You're pulling kind of the double shift here today working the morning show. You stuck around for Fantasy Frenzy. You're now here for the Jason Greger show. Uh, how are you feeling? I know I brought you a Baja Blast to kind of get you through the morning, but uh, how are you feeling? I am Baja blasting my way uh, into this Thursday afternoon. Happy to be here, more than uh, willing and able to to sub in when duty calls. So uh, it'll be a long couple of days uh, heading, you know, the Gregor show going till 6 o'clock, the Kevin Carey show getting going at 7 a.m. That late start tonight for the Oilers game will mean it's a late bedtime for me. But all these things to say, I'm I'm pumped to be here, pumped to uh, do my duty to the station, to the team, and uh, we'll get through it as a, as a unit. We certainly will. Uh, I know they kind of joked about being the, the East Coast League on the uh, lowdown with low tide, Marty Stevens and Brad Slater. And I, I mean, I think they're kind of selling themselves short. They got through that with relative ease. And uh, low tide, obviously, he's going to be off for a, a day or two as well. And uh, it continues on here on the uh, the Jason Greger show. Uh, for those of you who uh, I guess maybe looking to find us on YouTube, we're just going to get that sorted out very quickly here. It's just down to Brandon and I, Declan Kruger uh, on a little bit of a road trip as well. So he will uh, we'll get that figured out for the YouTube viewers. If you've maybe jumped over to the radio to see what's going on, we'll certainly have that sorted out very shortly here. Uh, Brian S texting in saying, I hate the Leafs so much. Think they're the center of the universe. Hate them much more than the flames. I enjoy the Leafs losing as much as the Oilers winning. And I, I think that might that came in from the uh, end of the lowdown with low tide a little bit of Leafs talk kind of finding its way into this show I don't mind the Leafs uh, I, I feel like I had a very similar opinion of the Leafs to good friend Jason Strudwick the team I don't mind so much it's, it's the coverage around them I mean actually I'll say I really like Austin Matthews I enjoy watching Austin Matthews do his thing you know exciting Nylander very good player Mitchell Marner like they, they've got some really nice players there uh, Noah Gregor Give him a little bit of a shout-out as well. He was in studio here back in the summer. Great kid. Nice to see those guys have a little bit of success. Now, if you want to get into the things that might be frustrating around that organization, the fans, you know, maybe the media gives them a little bit of attention. I can see that, but I certainly don't mind the Toronto Maple Leafs in that fashion. When it does come to, you know, the Calgary Flames, I mean, I'm an Edmontonian, born and raised. I certainly like to see them struggle. But, uh, yeah, I'll certainly agree with there sometimes the coverage of the Leafs can be a little bit crazy but I I still got to say it is the uh, the flames for me that would be public enemy number one the Canucks too I feel like some of their fans get a little bit too cocky when they start to have some success uh, hello we are here on the YouTube stream I see Norm in a combine Panners pancakes hello hello uh, just kind of catching up on the chat here Norm saying they would need to maintain a 700 win percentage and uh, Penner Pancakes is talking about uh, the Oilers' run coming. I, I predicted a 5-1 record when they had six games remaining in the 2023 calendar season. That was my guess. Now, not to pat myself on the back, but earlier on in the season, I did predict that eight-game winning streak. Knew it would end there. Just kidding. I did not know, but I thought it would end at eight. And Now I think they might go 5-1. and one. 
Uh, Brandon Douglas, he actually brought it up this morning on uh, Kevin Carey's show that he thinks, you know, the, the schedule is favorable for the Edmonton Oilers for the next little while. Uh, two teams, Brandon, with a, was it a winning record or uh, playoff teams? Two of the Oilers' next eight opponents currently sit in a playoff spot. So uh, that being the LA Kings and the surprise Philadelphia Flyers. Everyone else uh, not in a playoff spot as of today. That is that that Eastern Conference pretty log jammed uh, in the middle. Basically, you've got uh, the Rangers up top, a couple other teams in a decent spot, and then a pretty uh, large uh, large foray of teams that are all within you know a handful of a point, a handful of points of each other. So the storylines almost write themselves. If the Oilers win, you can see the narrative already. Well, who have they beat? Well, you, you can't control that, right? You just got to go out there and win the games. You got to play who, you, who you're scheduled. Yeah. If you lose the games, then all of a sudden, yeah, then maybe it can be a little bit of a an issue. But, I, I mean, I think the Edmonton Oilers, they're starting to play a whole lot better. Um, you know, the, the two games before the Christmas break, finding ways to come back and win late in the third period. I mean, and not just the usual culprits, uh, getting that depth scoring. Ryan McLeod starting to pick up his play. I mean, it's... It's big, and obviously, you know, Ernie chiming in with a couple goals last game against the Rangers was big. Uh, those are the things they're going to need to continue to have the success, and, you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl, they're always going to do their thing. Nuge, Hyman, Hyman's level of play, in my opinion, just doesn't change. He is just about as consistent as they come. So uh, keep that going for the Edmonton Oilers. Got to get that goaltending, minimize the chances against, and I, I think they'll be okay. But for sure, the, uh, the, the schedule is favorable for this hockey team. And uh, we'll see how it pans out tonight out in San Jose. The Sharks in action last night, like we said, uh, played the LA Kings. Uh, that kind of go, well, yeah, it probably went as it planned. The LA Kings right now, pretty good record, sitting in third in the Pacific Division with games in hand. Uh, they certainly can catch up to the teams ahead of them. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights coming off a game where they lost to the Anaheim Ducks. They were down 4 nothing after 20 minutes, ended up losing 5-2. to two. Uh, The Vancouver Canucks with games in hand of the LA Kings sitting in first place. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, I feel like I was a little bit wrong about the Vancouver Canucks. I didn't think that their play to start the season would continue as long as it has, but uh, they're finding ways to win hockey games, doing some great things. So we'll see how it pans out. It's certainly going to be a very interesting month going forward here once we get into January, see how the Oilers do coming out of it. And Brandon, you said it. Uh, the playoff teams, they play few and far in between. They'll uh, wrap up this three-game trip in California, three games and four nights, the Sharks tonight, then Saturday, Sunday, they've got the Kings and the Ducks at home to the Flyers on Tuesday, then a few days off before the Ottawa Senators roll into town. They'll head to Chicago to take on the Blackhawks, a winnable game there, a game in Detroit, probably winnable there, Montreal, and then uh, hosting Toronto on the 16th of January, where we know there's going to be a lot of Maple Leafs fans in attendance making some noise. Uh, Daryl texting into one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. He said, I lived in Kingston in the early 80s. Couldn't believe how arrogant Leafs fans were. My son goes to Queens 30 years after me. He contacts me after he gets home and settled in and said, unsolicited, OMG, I can't believe how arrogant the Leafs fans are. I mean, I, I don't know too many Leafs fans. No, I do some hits with uh, Scott Mitchell down in Camrose. He's a Leafs fan, but I think he's he's got a pretty good grasp on it. They haven't won a Stanley Cup in decades. I mean, we're we're getting further away from it. There's less and less people that can actually say they witnessed a Toronto Maple Leaf Stanley Cup. There hasn't been a whole lot to be arrogant about. 
Now there could be someone out there saying that's ironic coming from someone who's on an Edmonton sports radio station. Uh, I think the Oilers are probably getting to the place where you can't really bring up those cups anymore. And we're going on 35 years almost. Eventually it's, it's kind of like you got to go do it again before you can uh, be you know cocky about it and, and bring up the rich history. But I haven't dealt with too many cocky Leafs fans, Brandon. I don't, I don't know if you've dealt with them in your time, but for me, it really hasn't been too bad. They're, they're almost self-deprecating, the ones that I run into. Yes, that's a good mix. But uh, oh, I, I know several uh, very, very <laughs> cocky ones. Uh, one is a very good friend of mine. Uh, shout out Denton, as Ke- uh, Kevin Carius calls him, the big Cebolla from out uh, by Mundare Way. He thinks he's also a Denver Broncos fan, so much like Bronco Brad from uh, the text line here on the station, he was all aboard the wagon uh, up until uh, last weekend and now is off again. With the Leafs, he's the same way. When they are when they lose a couple in a row, he thinks the team belongs uh, back in the draft lottery, trade everyone, they win five in a row, they get to the playoffs as the, the top seed or uh, they're going up against the Lightning again. He thinks, yeah, this is it, this is the Leafs year. So he, he runs with the swings of the team, but even when he's down on them, he he's an optimistic sports fan, but yes, I would definitely classify him as an arrogant Leafs fan <laughs> for simplicity's sake. Love him to death, but yeah, sports with him. And because when he watches Oilers games, since he's not an Oilers fan, even though he's lived, um, you know, just east of the city his whole life, he will. If he, if we're going to games, he'll always throw some pretty heavy money down on whoever the Oilers are playing against, just so then he has a bigger reason to root against the Oilers. And just, he plays the heel. How's that? Uh, with the majority of uh, our friend group being from around this area, Alberta, etc., a lot of Oilers fans in it, he loves playing heel to all of them. Someone's got to do it. And, it, you know, hey, I'll say it. If you're going to talk to 10 Oilers fans, there's going to be a couple that are sensitive. So you can get under their skin pretty good, fire them up, as with every fan base. Let's not just say it's Edmonton. I mean, I think every fan base has that that group that is a little bit too sensitive about the things. That uh, is the Jason Greger show brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. We're coming to you live from the Ewell studio. Ewell gives you more than premium quality electrical products. Are you ready to elevate your projects? Contact Ewell to discuss how they can partner with you for success. Ewell.ca. Of course, 1-833-401-1440 is the best way to get a hold of us in the Jiffy Loop inbox. Uh, book your oil change today at jiffyloopservice.ca. You can also get us via the email, Connor at sports1440, if you'd like to do so that way. We'll check in on the YouTube chat. I see Caster, Gonzo, Reaper, Norm, all you guys having a good time in the chat. Keep it going. Hit that like button for sure, and uh, we'll keep it going here. If you're on Facebook, give us a like. Give us some comments. We'll try to chime in there as well. As I mentioned, a loaded show today. Dave McCarthy will join us next. We'll also hear from Robin Brownlee of Oilers Nation. Bill Bender covers the NFL for the Sporting News. We'll have Shang Peng out of San Jose to talk about the Sharks. Mike Rupp from the NHL Network and former player. I want to ask him, after Christmas break, how are you feeling? How are the legs? Isn't turkey legs the thing people used to call it? Definitely is uh, (laughs) something that people used to call it. But with that in mind, I think today's NHLers, probably a little more committed to the craft i guess uh we've talked about it with grant fear a little bit in the past on the carry show and like back in the day guys would literally take the the three or four days off and do nothing but eat not get off the couch whatever some drinks now now definitely some drinks mixed in (laughs) but these days i don't think it's quite as common i think probably guys are still uh working out if not getting on some ice in some capacity or something uh definitely probably still their daily routine maybe they take christmas day off How's that? I mean, you you got to have a little bit of an outlet, right? Like, go go enjoy it. Feast, carbo load, and then get right back to it. They're so disciplined. Hammer down. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what the, 20, the fact they're off the 26th 
that's your day to kind of, you know, rebound mm-hmm. and rebound aggressively. And uh, you said shake that turkey weight, get the legs back firing. The problem is I think travel probably plays a big role because if you're back, that's exactly, back yeah. home, Christmas, it's kind of hard to, you know, sit on the bike for two hours when you got to maybe fly cross country or cross continent um, to get back to wherever you're, you're meeting up with the team to get back in action last night or tonight in the case of these uh, eight teams. For sure. It is the Jason Greger Show. We'll also have Speck and Greger by at 520. We'll mix in the ski report and five questions. Also, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas in today for Greger. Declan Kruger also off. He'll be back on Tuesday when we all return back in a full swing with the entire 1440 lineup. Big thank you guys again for tuning in today. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Dave McCarthy of Sirius XM. It is the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 and the Edmonton Oilers Nation YouTube channel. Welcome back to the Jason Greger Show here on Sports 1440, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. Connor Halley and Brandon Douglas sitting in on this Thursday afternoon, 222. The Oilers in action tonight, set to take on the San Jose Sharks down in California. Uh, Tony Barrar earlier today, or sorry, yesterday, tweeted out some of the lineup. And uh, for those who may have missed it, I assume it won't change. R&H, McDavid, Hyman. Then you've got McLeod, Drysaddle, Fogel. I like that look. Evander Kane with Derek Ryan and Yanmark, Ernie, Hamblin, Brown, Holloway, the 13th skater. Uh, he will not play on this road trip, but always a good sign that uh, he's going to be back out there after the injury. Sam Gagne did not make the trip down to California. You've got Nurse and CeCe as the top pairing. Ekholm Bouchard with Kulak, Dayerne, and Gleason with Skinner. Looking like he'll get the nod. It would make no sense for him not to start. So expect Stuart Skinner to get the nod out there tonight as the Oilers take on the San Jose Sharks. And then some news for the San Jose Sharks. According to Curtis Pashelka, who covers the team, has done so for a long time, Magnus Cronin will make his first NHL start against Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. Which, I don't have to tell you, no worries there, right? Why would you panic about that? Just a goalie making a start against the Oilers. They should put five or six past him. But that's not always the way it works, so... We'll see what happens. Uh, Dave McCarthy is going to join us in a minute here. Just got to wait for him to dial in, uh, jumping into the YouTube chat here. Dr. Gonzo says, Zach Hyman is my dad. Howdy tonight. Reaper says, all season last year, I wanted to see what Cloud looks like on the wing. I think we saw it one time. I'm kind of liking him on Dry's line. Speed on the wing makes, might just be what Dry needs. Yeah, I mean, and he's got that. I'd like to see him have a little bit of a physical presence, you know, finish some of those hits when he can, you know, force the defenseman in their own zone to maybe play the puck just a second click quicker, put the fear into them, but we'll see. And we've also got, uh, oh yeah, Dr. Gonzo, crying emoji for Sam Gagne. Yeah, Sam Gagne didn't make the road trip. Uh, he'll stay home with the fam, take it easy, and hopefully be ready to go soon. Bacon says, the Leafs have never won more than two rounds. The last time they won the Stanley Cup, there was only two rounds in it. I came across that stat yesterday. I'd heard some people talking about that one. Didn't go back and confirm it, but I'm just going to assume it's true because it is quite funny. And HVAC Dan says, the Leafs have never won three rounds in a row in the playoffs. The last time they won, there were only two rounds. So confirming that statistic right there. Uh, Brandon, my side doesn't tell me when McCarthy's here. So is, is he good to go? No, still no, no Dave McCarthy uh, okay. arriving in our waiting room, well, we'll, if you'd like to call it that. We'll keep on waiting. We're, we're good to do that. Uh, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas in today. If you haven't uh, heard us talk about that already, Gregor will join us on the show around 520. Um, for the San Jose Sharks, I mean, it's tough. 
I mean, we we knew this team would be bad, and I know I know they got the uh, the big win over the Edmonton Oilers, forced Gregor to grow his hair out, and uh, he's he's certainly never going to forget that. And uh, you can never underestimate your opponent. But I I think when you go back to the last time these two teams did meet, the Oilers were in a tough spot. They were not playing good hockey, and you know I think we looked at this as a game last time that like they're they're going to find a way to win they have to do so as of late though they haven't played better now hopefully they're not going to be dependent on it coming in the third period you know needing to score three or four goals to get back into it but the san jose sharks team losers of six in a row they've got nine wins on this season they're minus 71 when it comes to goals for goals against so for the edmonton oilers i mean coming off the christmas break you traveled there you had a few days off maybe you had a little bit too much turkey you would think this is a team that you want to see, especially before you go take on those LA Kings who have been very good this season. But I feel like there's always just that little thought for Edmonton Oilers fans, like maybe, maybe it won't work. Anyways, we'll go around the NHL. We'll talk all things NHL uh, going around the NHL brought to you by McDonald's. You don't make burgers with this juicy, with delicious and without using 100% Canadian beef, enjoy a quarter pounder with cheese today made with 100% Canadian beef only at McDonald's. Big fan of the quarter pounder for me personally. Keep those onions on. I know Gregor doesn't like to go with the onions, but uh, I'm going to have to disagree with him on this one. Is Dave good to go here, Brandon? All right, we welcome in Dave McCarthy of Sirius XM NHL. Dave, hope you had a great holiday season. How are you doing? I'm doing great as I uh, fix my camera here, get all rigged up. I'm I'm good to roll. I'm with you. I, I getting into YouTube. I mean, I, I'm going the wrong way. I want to make sure everyone can see our fantastic sponsors over my shoulder. Get lower. Uh, your background looks great, though. Very festive in the McCarthy household. Well, you know how we do it. You know how we do it. I was trying to get my. Uh, so I didn't frame it up very well. I'm not lifting up my tarp here. <laughs> I'm trying to get trying to get my new Mickey sweatshirt in here. There, eh? I like it. I like it. Was that a gift? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Mickey guy. Oh, I mean, who doesn't love Mickey? Uh, For those of you listening and not watching on YouTube, you're missing out. This is the content you get when you stream on Oilers Nation YouTube. Uh, Dave, the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, let's just start there. Austin Matthews, uh, you know, he's always going to pop up the most exciting player in the league by some. I'm going to disagree. Western bias. But when you look at his point total or his goal total, the pace that he had, it was like 72 goals last week. How many do you think he finishes this year? And do you think there's any motivation seeing what McDavid did last year thinking, I, I can one up that? I think there is to an extent. I'm I'm actually surprised to hear you say that he is the most exciting player. I read it on social media to be. It oh. wasn't my thoughts. I'm a McDavid guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought for a second you forgot what city you're on in. You don't want to agitate the locals, but... Um, no, look, I think when you're a guy as, as talented as Austin Matthews, there's always a degree of, of competitiveness there, right? That fuels him to get to the level that he's at. And like last year, it would be 98% of people in the league that would, that would score 40 goals and, and they'd be, they'd be, you know, dancing through to the end of the rainbow and looking for pots of gold at the end of the year if they did that. It would be the best year they could ever possibly imagine. For the other 2 or 3% of players in the league, 40 goals, and they're like, eh, kind of had a down year. right? And that's what it felt like for Matthews. It, it really did feel like it was a down year coming off the year prior where he was into the mid-60s. So um, 
I think he did see what McDavid did, and and there's an element of yeah, like I just want to make sure that no one thinks of me as a one and done type guy, um, and and I want the Maurice Richard uh, trophy back. So I, I do think that drives him absolutely, and the way he's the way he's going right now, like it, it seems like he scores every night for fun. I mean, we thought he scored last night um, to to open the score, and ended up ticking off the uh, the foot. Of, of Matt Nye, so we didn't get credit for the goal. But, man, ever since this goal streak began, and there was a it was a span, Connor, of a, of a handful of games where, where Matthews wasn't at his best. And I actually asked Sheldon Keefe, I'm trying to remember when it was. It was just before this goal streak began, like early December. I said, you know, is, is, is Austin, I know the production hasn't quite been there, but is, is he still doing the things that you need to see him do in order to be effective. And, and Sheldon was like, no, no, he's not. He's a driver of our team. Um, we expect more out of him. Um, he's not around the net. He's not getting chances, let alone scoring right now. And and something has clicked since then because it, it really does look like every every game that he only gets one, it's a disappointment. Yeah, and I just want to clarify, Dave, because I am in a public space. Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm most exciting player in the NHL. But I love watching Austin Matthews. Uh, He's one of my favorites to watch. Uh, Dave McCarthy of SiriusXM joining us. I got to ask about Connor Bedard after uh, what he did last night in overtime scoring the winner. I mean, it's got to be tough. And he's had some injuries around him. He's he's the number one guy. He is the guy. Everyone's got their attention focused on him when, you know, you roll into Chicago or they're coming into town. Uh, what can you say about him and what he's been able to do so far in this rookie year? And I don't want to say exceed expectations necessarily, but pretty dang close. Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. I mean, you look at Chicago right now, the caliber of that team, that might be, uh, to, to borrow a phrase from Michel Therrien about uh, 17 years or so ago, that might be the worst team that a number one pick has gone to in quite some time. Uh, you look starting back to the Oilers and McDavid. Okay, the Oilers weren't great, but McDavid came in. He had dry asylum, right? Like, so there was another guy at his level right there to help offset some of his minutes. Uh, then the next year, the Leafs get Austin Matthews. Yeah, they, they finished last the year prior to that, but you drop Matthews in. Uh, suddenly alongside him, you've got Mitch Marner and William Nylander who hit the ground running. You also had Tyler Bozak and James Van Riemsdyk and Nazem Kadri at the time. Um, so there was there, Leo Komarov who was able to take some in. There was, a, there was an infrastructure there around him, Connor Brown as well that year. It wasn't just Austin Matthews. It was a, it was a good team. You know, you look at the Rangers getting Lafreniere. Good team. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember some other ones off the top of my head, but you know, it, it really hasn't been complete devastation the way that it is in Chicago this year, where it, it literally is Connor Bedard and a bunch of guys named who. That's a <laughs> bad team. Bad team. They, they they went out and signed a number of veterans. Like Nick, Nick Foligno's been fine. He's been really good. For the role he's playing, he's been really good. But but let's not kid ourselves here. Nick Foligno is, is not even what he was five or six years ago. He's an older guy in the league. Beyond that, Taylor Hall, hurt. Um, Corey Perry, you know, we don't need to get into that, but it obviously didn't work out. Um, and after that, it's 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 brutal, really. So to come in with, with that level of hype, those level of expectations, um, you can only go down, really. You can either meet them or you can or you can come in under. It's almost impossible to exceed, which basically sets you up for failure 
to begin with. And somehow he's, I think, come pretty darn close, if not actually uh, come to meeting those expectations coming into the year. He's been he's been really impressed. That goal was bananas last night. If I was if I was the other team, I might want to have somebody try and stand in front of him, or at least <laughs> put someone in the slot so he can't just wall straight down Mace. But you know, still a hell of a play. I mean, when when you look at his shot, we, we've heard opposing goalies talk about it. Stuart Skinner said it. I mean, the release point is one thing, but it can be hard to read. Does his shot remind you of anyone else's, you know, the great goal scorers in years past? Uh, it's tough. I mean, there's so much whip on that stick that he uses, eh? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, that is really something to consider. And then when he's able to change the release point, uh, by pulling it in at the last second or moving it out of the last second, in addition to all that, like that just becomes really difficult to pick up uh, from a goalie's standpoint. Um, it doesn't really remind me of Matthew's shot. Um, I don't know why, but it just it doesn't. Maybe because one's a lefty and one's a righty. Uh, that I don't have that same level of association there. Like Matthews, is, his shot is really interesting. He's really good at changing the release point. But it just seems it seems so much more, I would say, um, not, not that it looks difficult for Connor Bedard, but there's an ease at which Matthews seems to shoot, yet it's so heavy. Like even the goal last night when he, he did the nice goal that we thought was his – he gets the puck at the top of the circle, and then it's just, it's a really deliberate wrist shot, but it comes off so heavy, and it looks like it should be easy to stop, but nobody ever does. That, that's the funny thing about it. With, with Bedard, to me, there's more of a violence to his shot. Um, you, you look at the goal last night, there was a violence to that wrist shot, but it was still an incredible shot, so... I don't think there really is anybody in the league right now. Connor, did anybody come to mind for you that, that he reminds me of? No, not really. And I mean, I, I just kind of threw it out there and Tiger texting into the Jiffy Lube inbox here saying, I heard some of the old timers say it looks like bossy, which I okay. mean, Man, for the I haven't seen enough of Mike bossy to, to say so. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I like to go look at his DB page and just see how good he was because his numbers yeah. blow me away every time I see them. But I mean, that's, that's pretty high praise for him. So if that is the case, uh, it's unbelievable. And like you said, like sometimes it's just like, how did that, how did that go in? And then, yeah, try being the goalie that is assigned to stop the puck. Not quite as easy. Uh, Dave, last one for you before we let you go here. I'll ask you just about the world juniors, if that's okay. Uh, Canada opted the two and zero start. And I, I know this team maybe didn't get the love that we had seen from it in years past, maybe just not the name recognition, but what have you made it from Canada in their first two games of the world juniors? Well, I was around the team a little bit uh, two or three weeks ago when they had selection camp here in Oakville, and I, I was really struck by the the business-like mindset uh, of the team. There was an understanding that, um, look, the, the, the pressure is high. They're going for a third straight goal. They haven't done that uh, since, I don't believe, 2009. Um, so you have those expectations, that pressure. Uh, then you have a team, as you point out, I think quite rightly, Connor, it's not as heralded as some versions of this team, right? Like there wasn't a, a Bedard on the team, though Matt and Celebrini 
um, is 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 getting a lot of um, acclaim coming into the tournament. I haven't heard him mentioned quite in the same vein as a Connor Bedard uh, as last year, right? So, um, kind of an unheralded group. I mean, there was a there's a ni- an undrafted 19 year old in Owen Allard who made the team, who's been passed over the NHL draft two years, and the guy missed all of last year with a shoulder, or not all, but call it all of last year i think he played 10 14 games whatever it was essentially all of last year um to have a guy like him make the team it raised a lot of eyebrows i actually was fortunate enough to talk to him um not because i was in on anything but because my uh, my great editors at nhl.com do uh, obviously a hell of a lot more work than i do and said talk to this guy uh, so i did and I had a lot of people looking at me with a hairy eyeball, being like, what the hell are you talking to him for? He's not <laughs> going to make the team. Um, I'm like, I'm going to do what I was told. And sure enough, uh, made the team, and he's played great through the first two games. And now I was talking to his coach in, in the suit, John Dean, who said it's amazing how many NHL teams have been calling him to get uh, to get rundowns on uh, Owen Alardi. So the call always finishes with uh, – yeah, and, and just kind of keep this on the down low. Don't don't tell anybody that we talked. You know, the uh, the secret's out, right? Like this guy's going to get drafted this year. So there's some good stories. Um, Owen Beck is the only returning guy, but the business like mindset was what really struck me. They knew the expectations were high, um, and and they approached it knowing they got off to a tough start last year, early in the tournament. Uh, maybe took their foot off the gas to an extent, thought it would be easy. They're not playing like they expected to be easy this year. Maybe that's a function of the fact that the team is built the way it is. They know that if if they think it's going to be, it won't be, and it won't turn out well. So they're going in. They're 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 playing well. Uh, they're they're they've committed to a system and a style, and they're playing to it. Um, they've had success here in the early going. But that said, it's you know. The first two games haven't played a world beater yet, so let's see how they they fare when they play some tougher competition. Dave, I appreciate you doing this today. Usually on Tuesdays, we had to move you to Thursday with the holiday season going on. Last one for you. Big plans for New Year's? Uh, We'll see what happens. I'm not, eh, you know, I might have a a pop or two, you know. I don't know. I like it. I like it. Keep the expectations low and you'll never be disappointed. Uh, Dave, really. That's what my history teacher told me once a long time ago. Best advice I ever got, Dr. Leach. It's facts. It's facts. Dave, thanks so much for doing this today. See you, boys. There you go. That is Dave McCarthy. Going around the NHL for McDonald's. Catch Dave uh, every weekend. He's got the brunch. He's out late on Sirius XM. He has Gregor join him every Sunday, I believe, at 10.05 a.m. Mountain Time. So if you want to watch uh, McCarthy with Gregor, you can do so. Or on the Gregor Show every uh, Tuesday at typically 3.20. But we had to make some movements. Uh, we've done that a couple times recently. The holiday season has been crazy around here. And a uh, big thank you to Dave for doing that today. Uh, right now, we will take a break. When we come back, we will be joined by Robin Brownlee of Oilers Nation. You're watching or listening to the Jason Greger Show brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca coming to you live from the Ewell Studios on Sports 1440 and the Oilers Nation YouTube stream. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 244, welcome back to the Jason Greger Show, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas in today. You can always reach us at the Jiffy Lube inbox, one 401 We've got uh, some questions coming in right now. Hey, can we get a Spangler Cup update? Yes, Canada trailing Davos 4-3 right now. Well, we'll try to keep you up to date. Brandon will have a Douglas or a Brandon Douglas will have an update coming up in about 15 minutes time, but right now we are going to get to the oil report brought to you by Volvo Cars Edmonton. They will pay for your first two bi-weekly payments on any Volvo lease or save an additional 3500 off XC60 plug hybrids until January 1st only at volvocarsedmonton.com. We bring in Robin Brownlee of Oilers Nation. Robin, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Hey, Connor, I'm doing good, except I'm hearing two of you. Do you hear two of me? You came through a little bit cloudy there. Can, can you ask that one more time? I'm getting I'm getting two feeds here at home. Are you getting two feeds of me? We are only getting one feed from you. Uh, we'll see if we can work on that one here. Uh, Brandon Douglas on the other side here, uh, just kind of playing with the nozzles. Uh, we we might be hearing you maybe through another feed or anything, and now it looks like you've disappeared. Do we still have you, Robin? Yeah, see, I'm still here, and now I hear you asking me the question again. <laughs> we got you a delay what? going. Look. Why don't we take a quick break and I'll try and reconnect there. We've got a problem. We'll give that another go. Thank you, Robin. Uh, worst case, we'll get you on the phone. I can uh, pass the number over to Brandon. Uh, yes, the Edmonton Oilers in action tonight, taking on the San Jose Sharks down in the San Jose. Uh, if you got any questions you want us to relay towards Robin, when we get him back on here, one 401 the Jiffy Lube inbox uh, some uh, thoughts already coming in here people a little bit nervous with magnus krona the san jose sharks goaltender uh you know if you haven't heard of him it's okay i don't think too many people have he hasn't had exactly the biggest track record uh, he was a fifth round pick back in the 2018 draft and kind of a cool career path for him uh born in sweden and then i mean and then i think this might be coming more of a common route for uh, players born in Europe, but decided to go the college route and ended up playing at Denver, I do believe. Uh, and, uh, you know, making his first game 
well, I guess his first start, I believe he did play in the loss to the Penguins where they lost 10-2. to two. Uh, Goals against average right now sitting at around 7. So not necessarily a great start for Magnus Krona, but uh, 6'5", 207, I guess prototypical length you want from a goalie. Uh, four years at the University of Denver. Started off the season playing with the Wichita Thunder for two games, got into 11 games with the San Jose Barracuda, and then this year for the San Jose Sharks uh, played in that game, like I said, where they lost 10-2 to the Pittsburgh Penguins. He allowed four goals on 31 shots, only a third... Sorry, 31 minutes, 13 saves. So it wasn't a great performance from in in his debut, but I, I still feel like there's a little bit of fear from Edmonton Oilers fans like, We've seen this story before. Goalie makes his his debut or his second start. A slump buster, perhaps, and uh, that's going to be the case for Magnus Krona as uh, I think we're going to try to get Robin Brownlee back in here on the phone. We'll get him on the phone. Okay, so Robin, if you can hear me, we're going to give you a call on the phone line. I don't know if Brandon has his number. We'll work on that as we uh, continue to get going here on the Jason Greger show. But like we said, uh, pick couple of years ago for the San Jose Sharks, obviously spent some time developing and they will uh, hope it goes well as they bring him in here. We're just going to pass that phone over to Brandon Douglas. He'll give Rue and Bronte a call and we'll get him on over the phone. Not exactly sure what was going on, uh, but looks like we have it all figured out now and we'll get Ruben on the phone in just a couple minutes here. one 401 Hopping into the YouTube chat. Pete says, I'm still not buying the Canucks. Really overreaching or overreacting and lucky as heck. You know what? They might be. I mean, I mean, we've seen them look good in games. They've got a goaltender who can air quote, steal you a game, goal you a game. He, he's a really good goalie in Thatcher Demko. And it, it starts there. Even if you're not at your best, your goalie can keep you in it. He's got a lot of offensively talented players, which obviously is always going to help. And, you know, I, I think what they went through last year, there was some adversity there. Guys probably got quite sick of losing with all that they threw that they went through. And you know what? You're seeing a hardworking team. Will it continue? I don't know. I mean, the Pacific Division is going to be tough for sure. You know, if the Oilers can start to get things going, you got the Kings, the Golden Knights that are going to be tough. We'll see what happens. But uh, it, it looks like in the chat here, a few people not quite convinced. Uh, Robin, do we have you here over the phone? The old, the old-fashioned way here. Looks like we lost, and we'll get him back on the phone line. Uh, hopefully, he'll be calling in shortly. But yeah, the Vancouver Canucks, I, I'm not exactly sure how that's going to go for them. Uh, when you look at the San Jose Sharks right now and losers of their last six, uh, they're, they're a team that doesn't score a lot of goals. They only have 74 goals on the season. That is the, the lowest. Washington Capitals have 78. That would be the next closest. But not only are they a team that doesn't score a lot of goals, they leak goals, 145 on the year. So they're giving up opportunities as well. That's the most goals against. The next closest, if I scroll through very quickly, the Columbus Blue Jackets at 132. So for the Edmonton Oilers, I mean, go out there, get shots, play play okay defensively, and you should find a way to get the job done. Okay, Robin, we've got you on the phone here. Yes, I think we hey. finally mastered this technology. We got it. We got it. Uh, Robin, hey, how, how was the holiday season for you? Oh, it was uh, it, it was wonderful. It was quiet. It was family. Uh, so that part of it, uh, 
was all good. It was nice just to take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Excellent. Good. How Excellent. about you? It, very good. Very good. A couple of days off here. We kind of worked our way back into it with the best of shows yesterday and now we're, we're rolling live. So uh, happy to be back. And I appreciate you asking now, Robin, the Oilers in action tonight, taking on the San Jose Sharks. I know a guy who would say you're not, you can never take your opponent too lightly. Last time, uh, Gregor made the bold prediction that the Oilers would win or he would grow his hair out for six months. He, he got out of it because the Oilers went on that winning streak. He's going to do it for three months. I think it's about a month down. But when you look at the San Jose Sharks team tonight, I just outlined it. They don't score a lot. They allow a lot of goals. They've lost their last six. They're starting a, a, a rookie goaltender who's only appeared in one other NHL game. It was a 10-2 loss. I mean, the Edmonton Oilers, there's no excuse tonight. they got to find a way to get the W. Well, (laughs) at Oilers Nation this morning, I wrote the same thing. It was (laughs) like, uh, there's no way the Oilers can lose to this (laughs) hockey club. That'll never happen. And uh, sure enough, I mean, you know, as you mentioned earlier, that was the game, even though he... They kept him around for another one a couple nights later. That was the end of Jay Woodcroft. And uh, you can't lose to the team the Oilers lost to that, you know, back on November 9th. And you can't lose to this hockey club either. Um, you know, I was looking, I was going to ask you, although you're all, you're obviously all over it, you know, tell me a little bit about Magnus Krona. Well, you know, you obviously looked him up, but yeah, he's got that sparkling 787 <laughs> goals against average and a, a save percentage of 765, which makes him a contender to be a, a goaltender with the Oilers. So, um, you know, you can't you can't lose to this team. They're, you know, they're in rebuild mode. They're not a good hockey club. Mike Greer knows that. He's in tough. He's got this roster. He's got to try and do something with it. Uh, they should win this. They should, like I said in November, this should be a runaway. Um, and I watching that last game unfold, I was thinking, what the heck am I watching here? So I think the same thing, honestly. Um, I don't know how that happened. I don't know. Uh, to me, it, it was a one-off, but... You know, fans are going to be nervous, right? This team does not have any margin for error, Connor. You know that. Um, The eight-game streak, you know, it pulled them back into contention. But you can't lose, you know, you can't lose games like this. And they they have had some losing streaks of three and four games, which then does a lot of that good. There's no margin for error in these uh, the rest of the way. So they better win this hockey game. Yeah, and I mean, for those who are just tuning in, Magnus Crono will get the star for the San Jose Sharks tonight when they take on the Edmonton Oilers. I mentioned it. He was a fifth-round pick back in 2018 for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He spent the last four years at the University of Denver. He's played in the East Coast League, the AHL, and now the NHL. Uh, Some might say, you know, it's quite the rise, but it might be more of a desperation for the San Jose Sharks franchise. Robin Brownlee of Oilers Nation joining us here on the Jason Greger Show. Connor Halley sitting in today. Now, when you look at this Edmonton Oilers lineup, Robin, and uh, Ryan McLeod was a guy who some people thought might be finding his way into the press box, but since that threat, or maybe it was playing his brother in Jersey, he's been pretty good. He's been moved to the wing to play with Leon Dreisaitl. When you look at that line, Dreisaitl, McLeod, and Fogel, um, I mean, what what do you like about this that you think Coach Knobloch says, hey, let's keep this rolling? Well, Ryan McLeod has to go, like any player, Ryan has to go 
where the goals are, and that's around the net. And he's been a guy up until now who's been guilty of being sort of a flyby guy. Um, he's got the good wheels. He, he can he can get to the net, but the problem is he doesn't stay there often enough. He just keeps going. And you know, Leon uh, is the you know polar opposite. He'll you know work the work the wall, work the sideboards, work behind the net, circle. Um, he's always looking to make something happen around the net. If you go to that area and you're playing with Leon Drysaitel you're going to get chances to score. I mean, anybody with two eyes watching the game can see that. And to me, it's as simple as that. It's a good combination because of style. I've also liked a little bit how uh, Fogel's lugged the puck to the net, too. He hasn't been as productive as you'd like of, of late. But, you know, that's where that's where the goals are. I mean, that's where the defensemen are. That's where the tough plays are. And you're going to get uh, knocked around a little bit. But if Ryan... I don't expect him to stand uh, around in front like Ryan Smith used to. He's not he's he's not uh, that kind of player. But uh, go to the net and look for the puck, and Leon Dreisaitl will find a way to get it to you. That's a good line just based on style. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I like the speed. I like what Fogel brings this season. He's been great. Uh, that, that gives you the top line of McDavid, Hyman, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, too. So you get those rolling. Things are really going to open up. And I guess before we let you go here, how about uh, Evander Kane finding a spot in the third line, according to Tony Brar from Oilers TV, who was with Derek Ryan and Matthias Janmark. What do you think about that or that group there? Well, I think I think Evander Kane has to be in your top six, but he's got to do the kind of things that we're talking about with the with the other guys that keep you there. You don't just get the spot because you're higher up on the payroll, or you're a veteran, or you had you know a, a really good year, uh, you know prior. You know, the thing with Kane is this, Connor. Um, he's been on and off since that uh, wrist injury. Um, sometimes it looks like he's all the way back and he's dominant and he bangs and he makes things happen. And that's the thing. He's got a lot of tools. When he's on, he can run He can run over you. He can run around you. And when he gets to the net, he knows what to do with the puck. But we haven't seen enough of that. So he's down lower in the lineup where he probably belongs right now, but you can bet... He's the first man who's going to get the call, too, because he's got top six skill. He's just not playing like that guy right now. Robin, uh, can I get an official prediction for you? Do the Oilers get revenge for Jason? (laughs) I want to see Gregor with like a Hulk Hogan thing (laughs) happening, right? (laughs) Oh, he'll kill me for that one. You know what? The Oilers, the, the Oilers, are going to win big. If they don't win big, there's a problem. This is a bad hockey club. Uh, go out, show that you're a good hockey club, and really good hockey clubs, like I still believe the Oilers are, even with their inconsistency, uh, beat bad hockey clubs, and there's no doubt that's what the San Jose Sharks are right now. They, they should win this game by four goals. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not going to make any bets. I'm not going to say I'd grow my hair out for six months or anything like that, but I do think it will happen. Robin, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, no worries, Connor. Thanks, man. There you go. That is Robin Brownlee of Oilers Nation. Our oil report brought to you by Volvo Cars Edmonton. And, uh, man, 
I go back to when Gregor made that statement and just kind of threw it out there. And I I was like, you're right. The Oilers should win this game. The Sharks are not a good team. The Oilers have two of the best players in the world. They'll find a way to get it done. And then it all came crashing down. We'll see if they find a way to uh, exercise those demons with Magnus Krona getting the start for the San Jose Sharks tonight when the two teams meet. Nice little 8.30 puck drop. But when we come back, uh, we'll we'll talk about... uh, Christmas gifts that are small, that go a long way in your life. Just make your life easier and more. And, oh, oh, some weird injuries in the sporting world. I got that for you as well. We'll talk about that when we come back on the Jason Greger Show brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. Right now, though, we're going to get to a sports update with Brandon Douglas brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. Have a warm winter. Go to LegacyHeating.ca.